0: You're listening to the new Mutual Audio Network. Welcome home.
1: The following audio drama is rated G for general audience.
2: Hello, this is Bells in the Bat Free. I'm John Bell, your host. And what you're about to hear was the very first Bells in the Bat Free, which was posted in October of 2005. After this episode, the show gets better, so hang in there. Nobody Nobody asked you, Arnie. I'd like to bring my very first podcast guest on the air. If uh, you watched television back in the 60s and 70s, then you're familiar with Mr. Wizard. Remember that? He used to make science interesting and fun. And now I hear he's reviving the show in radio, so let's bring him in, ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Wizard. Hello, everybody! Mr. <laughs> Wizard. Now, I used to watch you a lot when I was a kid, but I yeah. will have to admit, you don't look really the way that I remember you no, looking. No, you're thinking of that other Mr. Wizard. Oh, so you're not... No, 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 no. He's Mr. Wizard. I'm Mr. Wizard. Well, I'm sorry. I, I don't think I see the difference. Oh, don't apologize for being dense. What? That's all right. was. He spells his name W-I-Z-A-R-D, and I spell my name W-H-I-Z-Z-E-R apostrophe D. Where'd you get that spelling? Well, it has to do with a slight medical problem that I've had in the past. I've got mostly under control now, and let's speak no more of that. Okay, how long have you been on the air, Mr. Wizard? Well, actually I'm no longer on the air. We Uh, uh, produced about a dozen shows, and uh, they decided to take us off the air. Why did they decide that? Oh, you know, the usual like... Lawsuits, parents' groups... All the nutcases. You know how that can uh, affect a show. I see, but you're going to allow my podcast to broadcast your your new shows. Yes, you lucky dog, you. Yeah. I will be showing off science with my good friend Billy, who incidentally I think is here somewhere. Billy, where are you? I'm out here. <laughs> come on inside, Billy. Not on your life, make Come on in. Uh-uh. <laughs> what a kidder Billy is. I'll go get him. I'll no, right. no, 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 no. no, Look, what? look, look. Why don't we just, just talk about the show right now? Let's just talk about the Mr. Wizard show. Excellent. It's a show that you can run with certain monetary compensation which is spelled out in the contract which you've already signed. I, what? What? It's... Let's listen to one, one. shall we? Uh, uh, okay. Uh, here he is. Mr. Wizard. Well, good morning, Billy. Good morning, Mr. Wizard. It's good to see you back with me on the show. My mom made me come. Good soldier. Do you enjoy basketball? Oh, yes. Good. Do you know what makes a basketball so bouncy? No, Mr. Wizard, I never gave it much thought. That's why I have a television show and you're just a twit, Billy. Huh? A basketball bounces because of the air pressure that's inside the elastic skin. Oh, gee, how does that work? I'm glad you asked me that, Billy. Uh-oh. The surface of a basketball is tough, but flexible, uh-huh. very much like skin. Ooh. Let's take this air hose okay. and fill your cheeks with air. So you can feel the pressure pushing your cheeks outward.
1: Okay, Mr. Wizard.
2: There. See how your cheeks are bulging out? That's because the air pressure is building inside. That's what happens when you inflate a basketball. Or a football. Or even a soccer ball. It gets real tight, just like your stomach there, Billy. And that pressure stays inside until given an outlet. What do you suppose happens then, Billy? Well, let's find out. We'll remove the air hose and... Ah, ah yeah. Well, okay. Well, we got a demonstration of jet propulsion, <laughs> but that's another show. This is Mr. Wizard saying, science is fun if it's safely done. Bye-bye. Mr. Wizard will return next week and in subsequent
0: weeks, so stay tuned.
2: Ah, it's October, and you know what that means, don't you? That's right. It's my favorite holiday of the year. I just go back during this season. Go to any store, and what do you see? What? Decorations and treats everywhere! It's right. Yes, <laughs> it's finally time for... Christmas! And you are invited to Big Bubba's pre-Halloween Christmas Sale, where you'll find frightfully good bargains on everything you need to jump the gun on this marvelous season. Why, here comes Santa Claus! Where are you going, Santa? I am going to Big Bubba's to get chestnuts and candy corn to put in the trick-or-treat bags. The kids are going to hang on the fireplace. (laughs) Yes, you too can confuse the kiddies by jumping on the Christmas bandwagon in October. Ho, ho, ho! On Dasher, on Donner, on Igor and Boris! Oh, and don't forget to get your jack o Lantern to put on top of your tree! Big Bubba's pre-Halloween Christmas say, oh, oh, oh. Don't waste time! Oh. According to Madison Avenue, you're already late in starting your Christmas shopping! At Big Bubba's shopping for the season of peace on Earth is always a
0: scream! Ho 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 ho! Big Bubbas is a place for you.
2: Scary masks, tinsel, to Say peace on earth, and then say boo at Big Bubbas. And now a short musical interlude. I met this evil scientist who had a plan. I got the gist of making himself an army of clones. So I'm the one that he kidnapped. I woke up on a table, wrapped and strapped so tight they bent my little bones. He said, soon when I am done, you will be an army of one, and that one will be a million or more. <laughs> Three switches thrown is one it'll take. My clone army me to make perfect copies of you by the score. With that, his mad plan had begun. He started with switch number one. He threw two, and then he reached for three. But before he could switch it back, he up and had a heart attack. Deader than a dime store doornail was he. The machine revved up, sparked its shower, though it was set at two-thirds power. It created a guy who looked a lot like me. (laughs) It looked around, and as it rose, it drooled a bit and picked its nose and said, Let's watch some reality TV! My clone is an idiot. It's got two-thirds of a mind. My clone is an idiot. He keeps scratching his behind. My clone is an idiot. It's so hard to believe. My clone is an idiot. I have to remind this guy to breathe. I told him quick to pull the plug. He scratched his ear and ate a bug and somehow got his collar caught in his fly. It turns out the machine weren't done. Gears turned and wheels spun, and suddenly there was a brand new guy. He leapt from the table, hit the wall, couldn't figure out how to fall, so he hovered in place, waiting for a direction. What do I do now? The original clone was so impressed, he promptly got completely undressed and gave his navel a complete and deep inspection. Wow. Clones are idiots. They got two-thirds of minds. My My clones clones are idiots. idiots. They keep scratching their behinds. My (laughs) My clones clones are idiots. idiots. This machine, it hardly works. My My clones clones are idiots. idiots. I'm beside myself with jerks. Clone after clone, it spit them out. A twit, a doofus, a bum, a lout. All the worst of what I am with no IQ. They couldn't read. They couldn't cipher. The kind of boyfriend Cher would die for. It was chaos in the shallow end of my gene pool. After several days, of reproducing something, the machine came all loose, and the sound of grinding gears made things worse. My newest clone was standing there and it said E equals M C squared. Oh no, it shifted into reverse! Why doesn't somebody just unplug this thing? Wow. <laughs> because my clones are idiots. I am woman. Hear me roar. My clones are idiots. Kick your socks up off the floor. My clones are idiots. There'll be no more nights at bars. My clones are idiots. I threw out your stinky cigars. My clones are idiots. What's with football? It's just a game. My clones are idiots. What a mess. Why can't you aim? My bad. My next guest has a very interesting job. He's, uh, he's in the movie business, although technically he's been in the sound end of the movie business. He's a sound designer for motion pictures. He arranges for the sound effects and the uh, ambience, uh, specific sounds when things happen foley type sounds in motion pictures. If you hear it in a motion picture in the last 20, 30, 40 years, there's a good chance Charlie Luntz had something to do with it. He, uh, actually, he's in the kitchen getting some coffee. I thought he'd be in here by the time I got to the end of the introduction. Charlie! Uh, for uh, quite a while. Hold on, let me let me go see if I can. Charlie! 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 Oh, look here, a microphone. Hello! Charlie. Hey, Charlie, lunch here. <laughs> Charlie. <laughs> once was a gal from Nantucket who carried her stuff in a bucket. Once in North Carolina, she lost a- Charlie, there you are. I, I was looking all over for you. I didn't hear you come in. Oh, I didn't hear you come in. <laughs> yes, well, I guess that makes two of us. Uh, yeah. So, uh, tell me, mm-hmm. uh, how is it to have been working in the movie business, working with sound, for all these years? Yes, I can bring them around to tears every time. It's part of my job, you see. I work in the sound division of movies, motion uh-huh. pictures. Yeah. Um. So, how do you decide what sound to use for, say, a particular scene. No, not particularly. Me and most people are quite nice in the movie industry. No, no, that's not I know I... there's a lot of rumors going um, around about Charlie. how nasty people are. But that's you know, they're, not, what they're I... not
0: true at all. Uh, you
2: need to, you, I need to tell you something about how we choose sounds for scenes and things. Yes, that's probably a good idea. Uh, let's say that you're doing a, a motion picture about aliens attacking. Uh-huh. Um, so how would you find out of these world-type sounds for aliens? Alien Weaponry. Oh, I remember her well. What? Eileen was a great leading no, lady. No, not Eileen. Oh, alien. I- she, she could make some sounds. Huh? <laughs> uh-huh. No, no, I don't think I want to hear about Uh Listen, let's talk about the movie that uh, you've worked on, your mm-hmm. most recent movie, which just got re- uh, released, uh-huh. which is called Tranquil Streams. Uh-huh. I recall reading it. It's a love story. Uh-huh. And uh, there was a lot of outdoor scenes. Uh, How did you handle that? No, no. No hardcore stuff at all. Not for me. I can get you in trouble. I'll throw you right in the hoose gown, never let you out. No, I didn't. No, no. We need to talk about Tranquil Streams, which is the movie that I worked on recently. Had to do a lot of sounds for outdoor Um, stuff. Look, let's just get right to the point. A reviewer of Tranquil Streams said that uh, although he enjoyed the movie in essence the soundtrack was and i'm quoting now cacophonous oh. uh what do you say about that
0: wasn't that
2: nice <laughs> I don't think you're understanding what I'm saying. The reviewer says that the soundtrack was cacophonous and distracting. Yes, there was a lot of acting in this, it oh. being a movie and all, with actors. I just work with the sound. L- let, let's just play a clip from the movie and, and, and listen to some of your work, all right? Alrighty, but if I were you,
0: I'd play a clip from the movie. Marsha, my love, let us walk down to the tranquil streams. We can always think better there, because the gentle rush of water soothes our jangled moon. Oh yes, child. Here by tranquil streams. It is so tranquil. What is it you wanted to tell me? I do have something to tell you, Marsha. Here, would you like a mint? Thank you. What I have to tell you is not easy, Marsha. I have a secret A secret? A secret, John? What? Let me show you something John I remember the very first time I saw that It was at Tranquil Streams And there was a bird singing in the trees Very much like that bird singing now You pinned me a note then, Marsha I still have it here let me open it. No, John. No, please. Don't read it out loud. I'm so ashamed. Please, throw it away. I'll do that, Marsha. I'll do that for you. I'll take this note and drop it now into tranquil streams. There it goes. Then, can you forgive me, Charlie? I do, Marsha. And every time I think of you, I get all choked up.
2: Well, Mr. Luntz, um, after hearing that, I'd have to say you've lost it. Huh? You'll never work in this town again. <laughs> That's awful nice of you to say so. (laughs) Imagine giving this old clown a tin. No, it's been wonderful talking with you, Mr. Smell. Bell. And I'll see you next time. Um, Bye. Look out for the. Boy, I wish I had my microphone, man. (laughs) Well, that's it, folks. The end of my very first podcast. Hope you enjoyed it. I'm open to suggestions and criticisms. Write to me at jbellvoice at gmail.com. See, I've gotten a new email address since the one I had back in 2005. And I'd also like to thank uh, Mr. Wizard. Wizard. Wizard Wizard. for being on the show. Wizard. Wizard Wizard. for being on the show today. And Billy. Don't forget Billy. Yeah, where is Billy? He's around here somewhere. Billy? What do you want? now? Come on in, let's do one more experiment, shall we? Oh, no you don't. Get your butt in here, uh, belly right now. Well, we don't have time for anything else. Maybe next time, okay? Fine, yeah, look, I just got to wrap up. This entire show was written, produced, and performed by John Bell. It's also copyright 2005 by John Bell, so don't steal nothing. And hopefully, if this all works well, we'll be back next week. don't touch! Back when I started Bells in the Bat Free, I tried to make it a weekly show. That lasted for a while. Then I wised up. The traffic! Ah! Ah!
0: The boss! The baby! Ah! Ah! The baboon! That does it! A.D., take me away! Lose your cares in the luxury of a warm audio drama. AD softens the calluses on your soul, leaving you feeling silky smooth as it lifts your spirits. The soft, luxurious, and fragrantly sonic world of audio drama. It's like no other oral experience.
1: Audio drama. I love it.
0: Pamper your soul with an audio drama. Nurture yourself in narrative. AD, now with Dynamic Panning Crystals, available on the Mutual Audio Network, or wherever oral narratives are sold.
1: The following audio drama is rated PG for parental guidance.
2: This is the second episode of Bells in the Battery, released originally back in 2005. This episode verges on a PG rating. Hello there and welcome to this, my second podcast. I'm John Bell and this is Bells in the Battery. We're going to start out today with a technological segment I have as a special guest, inventor Arnie Kunchpar. Hi. Arnie, how are you doing? Doing just fine, Mr. Bell. As you know, for the home, you can now purchase a defibrillator. What? What? A defibrillator. A what? I said, th- you know. Oh, honey, I think I'm having a heart attack. Clear. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, I feel much better now. A defibrillator. Yes, that's what I said. Yeah. So I thought, if the home has a defibrillator, it could have other things too, uh-huh. like maybe. A lie detector. A lie detector? Yes, a lie detector for the home. How would a home lie detector work? It detects stress patterns in the voice. Mm -hmm. And it can tell when a fib is emanating. Uh And a buzzer goes off. Well, uh, do you you have a prototype with you? I certainly do. Let's try this sucker out. I have the perfect subject for it. Brad, can you come in here, please? All right. I'm calling in Brad Montworth. He's our marketing director. He's making sure that the podcast gets on the Internet in as many places as possible. Uh And he's also selling advertising for the Ooh. podcast. And there's some questions I've wanted to ask you. Brad, come on in. Hi-ho there, Mr. Bell. What can I do for you in this beautiful day? Well, Brad, we've got the stats back on our first podcast, right? Oh, yes. Well, how did it go? It went beautifully, magnificently. Couldn't be better. It's the head of the internet. <laughs> well, that uh, appears to be very good and truthful news. Well, that's, that's great. Yeah, do you want me to turn on the machine now? You didn't have the machine on? No. Yes. Turn it on, please. Okay, Brad, how are things going? Couldn't be better. What the hell was that? It's a lie detector, Brad. It'll buzz every time that you tell a fib. <laughs> I really gotta go home now. I gotta go down the hall. I think I went in my pants. Just sit there and answer my questions, Brad. How many people listen to my first podcast? <laughs> really? Thousands. thousands, Hundreds. Dozens. Four. Four? Well, did you at least get a positive response from these listeners? Oh, yes. The response was very positive. Fairly positive. Kind of positive. Not a total disaster. So what did they like best about the podcast? They liked it because it was funny. Because it was informative. Because it was free. Brad, have you lined up any advertisers to appear on my podcast? I have advertisers this close to signing a contract. Putting money on the table. Torching your house. Okay, Brad. I, I think I've heard all I really want to hear. Well, that's good because I'm going to meet my wife. My girlfriend. My other girlfriend. Some loser co-worker. Thank you, Brad. Just just go on. Thank thank you very much for helping out. Well, uh, Arnie, that was uh very very illuminating. Uh so what are your plans now? This very afternoon, I'm gonna go out and get a patent, clean out my closet, shine my shoes, Meet Brad for dinner. Thank you, Arnie Cunchpard. And while we're on the subject of science and technology, we may as well listen to today's Mr. Wizard episode. Here's Mr. Wizard. Good morning, Billy. Hello, Mr. Wizard. Are you ready to explore another fascinating aspect of science today? No. Good. Let's get started. Okay. Billy, what do you think of when I say Einstein? That's German for one mug of beer. Don't embarrass me, Billy. I'm sorry. Albert Einstein came up with the theory of relativity. Oh, yeah. Everything is relative, uh-huh. understand? Sure. Of course you don't understand, no. but I'll try to explain it in a way your small mind can comprehend. What? Our concept of time can alter depending on how we use it. Uh-huh. Uh, for instance, take this ice cream cone. Oh, boy! <laughs> you yeah. have ten seconds to eat it. Oh, mm. mm-hmm. Five... Oh, that's good. That's really... Um, nine... No, ten oh, times no, up, okay. Billy. Hey, that was hardly any time at all. That's right, Billy. When you're doing something you enjoy, time passes quickly. Oh, yeah. Now, let's see how <laughs> fast the next ten seconds seems to pass. Okay. Uh, but first, let me introduce our special guest, Slugger Magoon. Wow, a professional boxer, and oh, he's wearing his oh, gloves oh, and yes, everything. Mr. Magoon, uh, if you'll uh, begin. Begin? Okay. Begin what? Okay.
0: Mr. Wizard, he's
2: oh, coming over his he's... One... Two... Three... Six, seven, eight, nine, ten.
1: <laughs>
2: well, Billy, I'm sure you noticed that the ten seconds with the boxer seem like a much longer span of time than the ten seconds with the ice cream. That's relativity. Next week, we'll experiment with our friend Mr. Radioactivity. Until then,
0: bye-bye. Did I finish his ice cream?
2: This next guest is somewhat of a surprise. My staff discovered that this person was available and brought them by the studio. They're out in the waiting room right now. I haven't met them. Uh, it's. I try to keep a PG rating on this show, and I'm going to continue to attempt to do that. But I have what I am told is a rather famous and well-known stripper, uh, Erotica Latouche. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Erotica Latouche. Bring her in. Welcome. Welcome. Uh, uh, so you're... Erotica Latouche? Yeah, that's me, except uh, you're pronouncing the name wrong. Uh, my full name is Eddie Rotica Latouche. Uh-huh. Uh, a lot of people know me by my first initial, E-Rotica Latouche. E-Rotica Latouche. Yeah, uh, my parents are uh, Fred and Sadie Latouche from uh, the east side. Uh-huh. What, but uh, yeah. but but you are a stripper? I am a, I am a stripper. I'm a well-known stripper. I've been a stripper for many years. My dad was a stripper before me. I see. Could I mention that it's kind of cool in here? Uh, outside, they told me to take my clothes off before yeah. I came in. I, uh-huh. I didn't question it, but it seemed a little, a little weird to me. Well, I, we'll, we'll turn the heat up just a little bit. Uh, tell me about what you do when you strip. I mean, do you use any props or anything? Oh, yeah, yeah. I've got this uh, gas-powered device. Oh, my gosh. Uh, I, I cranked that sucker up, yeah. get up to uh, you know, about 1,400 well, RPMs. I really I, nah, 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 don't nah, nah, think I nah, want you know, really bad. details. Uh, and uh, it's got this spinning wire, kind of uh. like a... A weed eater. Oh my god. And I take that thing and I push it right up against the wall and that paint comes flying off. Paint comes flying off? Just as pretty as you please, yeah, it comes all off. It just turns it into powder. So you're a paint stripper? Yeah. Um, <laughs> what did you think? Nothing. Oh you no that's why th- No, you wanted, you wanted me to It was just a misunderstanding. Th- no, I- you see no, let go I- of me. I- oh, take this No no, buddy. no. <clears throat> <clears throat> All right, I'm out of here, pal. Okay, oh, that's funny, Mr. Music Man. I'm coming to get you. Uh, we'll really be back. Oh, and ladies, I'm appearing all weekend at the Kit Kat Club. See you there. Right after this short break. Think of all the things that cause
1: you stress every day. Traffic. The office. The family. All this stress causes headache pain. When you feel a stress headache coming on, reach for new improved CalmoFed. But aspirin upsets my stomach. Don't worry, there's no aspirin in CalmoFed. And caffeine makes me jittery. No problem, there's no caffeine in CalmoFed either. I just don't trust all those buffers and extra ingredients. Chill out, you big weenie. Huh? There are no artificial ingredients or chemicals in CalmoFed. Okay? Oh, okay. Give it here. I'll try something. Uh, let me pull out the cotton and. Hey, hey, the cotton's the only thing in the bottle. That's right. Just stick it in your ears. Oh, okay. Now the stress that causes headaches is gone. Isn't that right, you paranoid wimp? What? Calmo Fed. Absolutely no artificial ingredients. Mm-hmm. No harmful ingredients. No ingredients at all. What? Use only as directed do not use in the path of heavy machinery. Calmo fed. don't you feel
2: calmer already? And now, with views on the news plus movie reviews, hear Psy Hi there, Sililoquy here. I just saw that new movie. What is it, Under the Blue, Into the Blue, Around the Blue, I'm Curious Blue? Whatever it's called, the movie that has Jessica Alba and, well, it doesn't really matter who else is in it, does it? The movie features some beautiful underwater photography where the camera lingered on the fantastic natural formations of Jessica's butt. I mean, how many times can you take a close-up of Jessica Alba's butt? Well, there's no such thing as too many times as far as I'm concerned, but come on. I've seen Jessica's butt now more than I've seen my wife's butt, and we've been married for 20 years. I kept picturing the director saying, Okay, we're ready to shoot. Jesse, darling, give yourself a quick wedgie so your bikini bottom will ride up in the magnificent valley. That's perfect action. The plot, such as it is, is the old adage of don't mess with drug dealers, but our heroes are too stupid to figure that out no matter how many movies have big, bald drug lords blowing away everybody in six square blocks with a machine gun. I don't want to give away the ending, but I'll just say that Jessica's butt survives. Changing the subject radically, as of this recording, there's a new potential hurricane brewing out there called Wilma. And this is the last of the names they have for hurricanes this season. As much as I'll enjoy saying, here comes Wilma, it's a pity they don't continue the alphabet and use the last three really obvious names. X, Xena, of course, Warrior Princess. You'd expect that storm to be big, mean, and beautiful. And you could hear it coming. Why, Yoko? She broke up the Beatles. She can break up the Gulf Coast. And Z Zelda. Besides being the girlfriend of that great Gatsby author, whose name I forget because I lost my Classics Illustrated Junior comic of that book, but it's a cool name. Zelda falls off the tongue as easily as Jessica's bikini bottom rides up her cheeks. That's all my time for now. This is side That's my two cents worth. And somebody owes me change. <laughs> My next guest uh, is a speaker, a public speaker, and he has an interesting program for public speakers. Uh, Mr. Ron Lindquist, thank you for coming in today. Uh, thank you. A couple of things I wanted to ask you here about. Here are um, your questions. Uh, what? Your questions. You questions. Here are the questions, and I've uh-huh. got a copy of the answers. Why, why do you have questions? If this makes it go a lot smoother. if uh-huh. You just just read the questions. Regions, they're numbered right here. Just start with number one. Oh, okay. Hello Mr. Hello, Mr. Lindquist. We're truly honored We're to have a man of your reputation on my humble radio, radio show or podcast. Thank you. Please, no further compliments. You turn my head. I'd like to, I'd like ask, to ask you a ask you few questions, questions now, if, now I if I may. Please, ask away. That's what I'm here for. Your organization, Your organization is well known is amongst, well known those, amongst, those, amongst those, those in the public, in the speaking, public speaking circles. circles. Gee, <sighs> host's name, that's not a question. Um, Chuckle amiably. Um, but should you you're me- right. We are known as Excellence in Extemporaneous Improvisational Oratory. Yes, I know you by your initials. Yes, I know you by your initials. That is correct. Everybody calls us E-I-E-I-O. E-I-E-I-O? What are the objectives of your organization? what are the objectives? E-I-E-I-O strives to encourage all speakers to talk without scripts, without notes, and directly from the the heart. Uh Prepared speech is always dull and lackluster. That's lackluster. Do you do to
1: help accomplish hello? this goal,
2: we demonstrate to speakers how dynamic, di- dynamic and interesting it is to speak without reading notes. How it charges up the audience. What would you do that if I decided like not to challenge. read the next Most prepared question, just made up a, a question instead? Notes in front of them. We show them how to have confidence in themselves. Uh, we teach them that speaking should uh. be off the cuff. Yabba dabba doo. What is Inky dinky parley vu Is that you your nose? That or are you eating you a banana? Blah, 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 blah. blah. Oh, yes, you are entirely correct. We invite your audience to attend our next seminar. Do you have the times, dates, and locations? Yes, but I won't waste valuable time giving them Tomorrow out. Instead, 16, I'll make faces at you, call you week, a fenderhead, and generally Tuesday make 7, you look like a fool, you brain dead moron. Sunday, Howard Johnson in at five. Excellent. And if anybody has any questions, what should they do? They can whistle for it, for all I care. You snot-nosed pile of e. penguin droppings. E. That's exactly right. Thank you for having me on your show today, host's name. You're welcome, and never darken You've my door again, you stupid mutant freak. Every day from now on, you couldn't be more correct. And thank you again. Are we done now? Where's the door? Right over there. Don't let it hit your butt on the way out. <laughs> Welcome to Lecher Barbecue, monsieur and madame. <laughs> yeah. How many in your party? We got five. Very good. Is that smoking or non-smoking? Well, me and Ma, we don't smoke, but Junior there smokes like an iron mill. Two non-smoking <laughs> and one smoking. Yeah, and Cousin Cleb there smokes sometimes, but only when he's nervous. He ain't nervous Two now. non-smoking, one smoking, and one semi-smoking. When he's nervous. I ain't nervous. And what about the fifth member of your party? Well, that's Granny. She chews tobacco. <laughs> she makes me nervous. So you need two non-smoking, one smoking, one semi-smoking, and one spit. Thing. Yeah, at the same table, the please. The same table. <laughs> We're a close family. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I believe we have a table available we can slide over to straddle the smoking, non-smoking boundary. Andre, move number six to the line, please. How many smokers? Sir, will your cousin be smoking? You nervous, Clem? He ain't
0: nervous. He's now. not
2: nervous. He'll non-smoke. Andre, two and two plus one spit out. The table's not big enough to go into one, three, six. I got a chainsaw out in the truck. Sir, if your grandmother could smoke while she spits, so or if the rest of you could spit while not smoking, we could put the table in a non-smoking Spitting sections uh-huh. or the non-smoking smoking rouse spitting section. Well, I could spit while not smoking, and maybe Junior could spit instead of smoking, and Ma could refrain from spitting or smoking, so you could put us in the non-smoking spitting section. Junior's yes, making me nervous. Uh-oh! Now Cleb is gonna smoke. This is a heck of a mess. I'm selling this here, but now I must put you in the slouting section. Let's see where we stand now. I'd rather swear and spit than not swear and smoke. Junior's gonna smoke and spit, but refrain from swearing because we brought him up right. Granny's gonna spit no matter what anybody else does. Cousin Cleb has started smoking now, but he don't don't swear. They should get real nervous. You know what I think? you better get the chainsaw. Oh, go get the chainsaw. Monsieur, I think I have the solution to all that problem. Great, what'd you come up with? Because we're starving. Six less chef barbecue plates to go. Come on, everybody. Looks like no. we're eating the truck again. It makes me nervous. Darn. Oh, shut up, Clay! <laughs> Granny, watch what you do. You there, this is a non-music section. Well, that's it for this week on Bells and the Bat Free. I'm John Bell. Remember to tell your friends about Bells and the Bat Free, and they'll love you. They'll thank you. They'll beat you up. Will you turn that thing off, please? Sorry. I've got a good mind. Oops. Okay, that does it. Come here. You want I should call you a doctor? No, just go. And someone turn off that micro-